You're watching KCMI TV. Well, thank you for joining me today. And uh, I want to talk to you about, and I'm sure that every one of us uh, have gone through this. Some of you are going through it now. But uh, having understanding of difficult seasons in your life helps you navigate those times. And so I want to take my <clears throat> scripture reading uh, today out of the book of Mark. Uh, two other gospels talk about this particular setting. Uh, but I thought Mark, uh, he, he depicts it in a, in a greater depth. And uh, this is in the fifth chapter, and, and it starts with verse 25, and very uh, familiar story. This is a woman with the issue of blood. Um, in verse uh, 25, it says, And a certain woman, which had an issue of blood 12 years. Um, and I think that a lot of us, can say we we are dealing with issues that have lasted for years. Some of you under the sound of my voice, uh, it can be a health issue, it can be a child issue, it can be a marital issue, um, it can even be the, the finance. Uh, I've had issues in my life that lasted for years. And you know, as you pray about them like Paul did and you say, Lord, you know, will you take this thorn in the flesh away and, and it doesn't seem to happen. And so um, we're dealing here with not a momentary problem, but we're dealing with an issue that has <clears throat> gone through time for many, many years. And it says she suffered many things of many physicians and spent all that she had and was nothing better, but rather grew worse. Boy, that's a depressing scripture right there. Uh, I mean, she starts out talking about that because of this long running issue, she is suffering. And boy, I will tell you, when you go through seasons in your life that just week after week and month after month, you know, one verse talks about that the enemy comes to wear out the saints. And something that is that wears out, that's not instantaneous. That is a process of time, whether it's a rock in a stream that becomes smooth, that was rough, or um, <clears throat> there are just so many examples, whether it's clothing or a vehicle or our physical bodies, that over time it wears things out. And sometimes the enemy will just constantly uh, not hit you with everything that he's got, but it's just a harassment. It's that everyday that suffering that just gradually tries to wear us out. And um, she's, she tries many things. And the Bible says that nothing worked. In fact, it says she got worse. But oh, I love verse 27. When she heard of Jesus, can I tell you that it doesn't matter what's going on in your life. Have you ever heard of Jesus? Hallelujah. Oh my goodness. When she heard of Jesus, the Bible says she came in the press behind and touched his garment, said, if I may just touch his clothes, I shall be whole. 
And immediately this fountain of her blood, this issue of blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of the plague. And immediately, immediately Jesus, knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned about in the press and said, who touched my clothes? His disciples said to him, you see how many people are thronging you and you ask us who touched me? And he looked around about to see her that had done this thing. You know, um, very, very strange here that his disciples who walked with him on a daily basis did not recognize when somebody touched Jesus in another dimension. They just, you know, one scripture talks about they were hardened in their hearts. And so, um, <clears throat> Just a few things that I felt like the Holy Spirit uh, began to just quicken in me in prayer about this particular incident. Um, fellowship with God is different than a need. And you say, what do you mean by that, Pastor? I mean that... <laughs> When everything is great in your life or there's really no upheaval and something going on that's distracting or painful, it's easy to approach the Lord. Seems like you can have immediate access to him. That there's you just you just walk into prayer and you feel the presence of God. That's fellowship. But it's different when you have need and you are approaching God because the enemy recognizes things that God can give us that will improve our life or make us more powerful in the kingdom of the Lord. And so a lot of times the enemy will not hinder you having fellowship with the Lord, but the moment that you begin to press in and to touch God in a dimension that virtue flows out of him. The enemy is gonna come, come in and harass you. And so um, <clears throat> I really wanna focus today on talking about the seasons where you have to press in. There are some things that don't happen the first time you pray. Uh, I, you know, when, when my son, uh, who was in the gay lifestyle, I prayed, oh, so many times for him. He would come to me as a young man. I'd lay hands on him and rebuke spirits and, and counsel. And, and, and even, you know, when he got full involved in it, my wife and I, we would just <clears throat> seek the Lord and seek the Lord, and there seemed to be no answer. But one thing we made up in our mind, we're not backing off on this. When this woman um, heard of Jesus, uh, I wrote this down because it, I really believe this is, is true. The level of desperation that you have when you approach God determines the amount of pressing in that you'll do. If your need is not great, or if you're just coming to the Lord, you know, just to have your prayer time, 
you know, and say, God, it's me, I love you. Uh, there, there's really no pressing in. But oh my, there are times in your life. You know, David says, said, yea, do I walk through the valley. He didn't say, they, I, I, I camp in the valley or I live in the valley, the shadow of death. He said, though I walk through it. And so there is, there are some things in our life that we need God to do that don't happen instantly or the first time we make a petition. There is a requirement of pressing in. When this little woman who is bleeding internally, uh, in fact, uh, it could have been an external uh, bleeding because the Bible said she immediately knew when she was healed. Uh, <clears throat> whatever it was, it, it was a very serious uh, sickness in her life. Her desperation when she heard of Jesus and she she began to look for him, all right? She finds him, but he is surrounded by a huge crowd of people. If she had not really been very sick, she, very possibly she would have said, well, you know, I'll catch him on another day when there's not so many people. But see, her desperation demanded that she press in. There are some things you're never going to get from God until you press in. And boy, we're in a season of pressing. And I don't know to what extent she went to. I think that she was probably a very feeble lady. Uh, I think that her loss of blood probably made her weak. Uh, she wasn't <clears throat> strong, but I do know this. Her belief that God could answer her need created a desperation in her that said, I will not be denied. I don't know if she got on the ground and crawled through people's legs. I don't know if she jostled people or pushed or shoved, but she made up in her mind, I am going to touch him. Uh, the enemy will, uh, he understands purpose. Uh, many, many times, and I've been guilty of this, you, you go to the Lord and you really need to touch God. You need an answer from God. And it seems like there's silence. And a lot of times we will think, well, maybe God <clears throat> is not happy with me or he's testing me or whatever. I don't think that's it. I don't think God moved away from us or there's a distance that God caused to happen. I think the enemy moves in. And see, when, when you get desperate and you decide you're going to press in, the enemy is going to move in and he's going to create a barrier. And so you remember in the book of Daniel, when Daniel is petitioning God. And, you know, he prays one day, three days, seven days, you know, 14 days, 20 days, no answer. What is it that Daniel is doing every day? He is pressing in. 
I, I think the church, the Christians today have forgotten many times what it is to really press into the Holy Ghost. I remember as a boy hearing the old saints talk about praying through. In other words, you get a hold of God and you're not leaving. It's like Jacob said, I'm not letting you go until you bless me. And uh, Daniel, he keeps on praying and then the, the angel comes and says, Daniel, he said, God heard you the first day. You, many of you don't realize it, but God has already heard what you have prayed. He's heard it. That, that prayer has ascended to heaven. See, the, I don't think the enemy can stop us from sending our prayers to heaven. The issue is when the prayers get to the heaven, James talks about, he said, every good and perfect gift cometh down from the Father above that when our prayers hit heaven and God says, all right, send the answer because the, because the devil is the prince in the power of heavenly places of the air, then our answer from God has to come back down through the domain that the enemy rules in. And this is where he tries to hold up the answer that God has sent. And we know this is true because the angel told Daniel, he said, your prayers are heard the very first day. He said, but the prince of Persia withstood me. What was it? He was blocking it. He was withstanding. He did not want Daniel to get the answer. He said, but, and I love this because there's in three different places in the book of Daniel where the angel is talking to Daniel. He says, Oh, greatly beloved. Oh, my goodness. I want God to say that about me. Don't you want God to say that about you? Oh, greatly beloved. And so we have to throw out this theory. Well, God was angry with Daniel or he didn't care or he's testing Daniel. God doesn't. No, Daniel was greatly beloved. And the angel says, Daniel, he says, the reason that you didn't get your answer wasn't that God had moved off into the distance and said, another time I might come back. He said, God heard your prayer the very first day, sent the answer. But the enemy has tried to withstand and hold it up. How did Daniel get that answer? He kept pressing in. You can never stop pressing in. Um, there, is, there is a difference between fellowship and purpose. When, when we are seeking God for purpose, see this purpose in our life then begins to affect the destiny or the operation of the enemy. And as long as, you know, we're just fellowshiping with the Lord, but we're leaving the enemy alone, he's not going to hinder us that much. Um, I've never had so much harassment in my ministry as seemed like this last year, just trying to, to build a new building. Why? Because the enemy knows what's going to happen in that building. So he has withstood on every forefront. Don't stop pressing in. Don't say, well, you know, pastor, I prayed for three months and God hadn't done it. I guess it's not the will of God. No, the Bible talks about praying according to the will of God, that God will answer. And so you, 
this woman with the issue of blood, she got healed because of her tenacity to press in. We're just declaring to the enemy today, you're withstanding us is not going to make us stop. We're going to keep pressing line upon line, <laughs> excuse me, precept upon precept, declaring the word of the Lord. And I want to tell you this, God is already heard our prayers, our prayers, the answers to them are already on the way. God is going to touch us. The enemy is going to be defeated. And we're going to see the Lord do glorious things here in the next few months. I'm strongly impressed in the Holy Ghost in that. So as I leave you today, maybe you need to realign your thinking. Go back and do what this woman did. Remember that she did it in weakness and in infirmity and in pain and 12 years of living with it to where the enemy said, this is how it's always going to be. And she said, no, I've heard of Jesus. And he changes things. Immediately she's healed. I just release upon many of you today an immediate answer from God after all of this time that you've pressed in and petitioned the Lord. God's going to come through and fulfill what you've declared. Well, God bless you. I love you. May be encouraged by the word of the Lord today. Be strong, unmovable in Christ. I'll see you next week. For more information about Kent Christmas Ministries International or Regeneration Nashville, go to kentchristmas.org or regenerationnashville.org.